we're going to talk about uh, Rome. Ever heard of it? Um, Are you recording already? Hello, everyone. I'm Kayla. And I'm Silas. And this is The Adventures of Kayla and Silas, a podcast about everything travel. Each week, we cover travel topics that we find interesting and that we hope you will, too. This week is a family reunion. Say hi, guys. Hi, guys. Hi, guys. Hi guys. Hey. Perfect. This is going to go great. On the podcast, we have my parents and my youngest brother to talk about the trip to Rome we took on spring break this year, 2017. Maybe redo that sentence. Now some introductions. My brother Jonas is in college, plays football, and just had a game today. They won. Yeah, whoop, whoop. feel really excited to be here. Good. This is not a post-game <laughs> interview, but you are welcome to treat it as such. <laughs> Um, also, it's his birthday. Happy birthday. Yay. Happy birthday, Joe. Happy birthday. Thank you. My mom, Daphne, is here. She loves to cook. We've encouraged her to start her own food blog, so keep an eye out for that. She is a proud mother of four, a grandmother of two, and counting. She goes by Nana for those two little ones. And last but not least is my dad, Brian. He's also here to talk with us today. And we took a trip together this spring to Rome, which was a lot of fun. Okay. All right. Fine, Dad. I will give you more of an introduction. He loves Star Trek, iPad games, and as far as we can tell, loves his kids and grandkids. He goes goes by Papa, Pop Pop, Peepaw, or Poopy. Yeah. (laughs) Say hi, everyone. Hi, Hi, everyone. Okay, good. We're... We're jumping right into things. <laughs> this trip was a lot of fun, and it was really fun to be able to go explore Italy and Rome with you guys. So the first question, why did we all end up taking this trip? Uh, I'm, I, I have my answers, but I want to hear from the rest of you. This is Jonas signing in again. Uh, so you guys, I just want to get the record straight. This was completely my idea. Uh, I, I've always wanted to go to a boot shaped country and this is the only one that I knew of. (laughs) That's it. The whole reason was the shape of the country. The country really intrigues me. Yes. Cool. How did it get that way? (laughs) Does it need to be shined? These are really good questions, and um, and we'll find out if we ended up finding the answers to those. I think we did. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> what are I guess? What were your reasons then, Mom and Dad, for wanting to take this take this trip? Go ahead. Well, Dan. Daphne's always wanted to go to Rome, <laughs> Europe, Europe, somewhere other than here. Yep, and she was agreeable and so that that's all we needed she wanted to go so we were able to make it happen mom was agreeable that's all that's all it takes to go to europe kids that's 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 what we're naming the episode it's going to confuse mom was agreeable (laughs) mom was agreeable so you know we made it happen i I, I have (laughs) i've offered for years for us to let's go she says i want to go to europe let's go and and, well this is not going to happen for many reasons yeah I've watched her make a lot of excuses about taking the trip as well. When I studied abroad, 
I came back home and I was like, it was an amazing trip. And I, he I heard her say over and over again, oh, I want to go to Europe so bad. I want to go here so bad. I want to try this. I want to go there. And I was like, oh, well, you guys should totally go. It'd be a lot of fun. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> and, then, and that so, was just like the end of it. And then Jonah said, I want to see a boot-shaped country. And away we went. Way yeah. we went. Now we know who the favorite is. Mm. <laughs> I'll, let you, was, I'll let you get away with Daphne's it because it's your birthday. reason for wanting to go to Europe? I don't know. What was your reason, Mom? She said that it was because it was Jonas's spring break, and that was a, a gift to him. But what was the real reason, Mom? It's okay. You can tell them. <laughs> <laughs> it was just a good opportunity to go to Europe, and spring break, Jonas's senior year, seemed like a good time. We didn't have other things at home that were three other boys and lots of responsibility there, so it was a good time for us, and... And so we let Jonas choose the country, and obviously there's so many things about boot-shaped countries. Oh, that... there's so many things. <laughs> boot-shaped countries are something that we hope to do several blog posts on. and uh, It would be a very short blog post. I think there's only one. And we're going to do several episodes. We're actually thinking of having a spinoff podcast no. that is called Boot-Shaped Countries. That's a terrible idea. <laughs> with Kayla and Silas. It sounds like Sheldon's like, fun with flags. It is a little bit. <laughs> what would it be like if this country was shaped like a boot? No, just we're only talking about boot-shaped countries <laughs> oh. and going to them. But, I mean, there might be one of those silly episodes where we do hypothesize, what if this country was shaped like that's a good idea. I think we've gotten too far off, off track. So it was, it was, uh, it was a opportunity for us all to go to a boot-shaped country. And Kayla and I had offered to my parents that we would love to help them plan the trip and go with them if we had time available and if it worked out for all of our schedules. And I was really excited because I'd only visited Rome one time and it was a very brief trip. And it was during Thanksgiving with a bunch of students from the States. And so it wasn't really getting to explore Rome as much as I wanted. Yeah. So I was really looking forward to it. And Kayla also had I thoughts. Ha well, I, I had also been to Italy before, but it was more than a decade ago. So... I mean, how seeing, old are you? <laughs> I'm really old. Jonas. Actually, how 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 long's a decade again? What is that? Is that ten years? De yeah, ten years. Okay. Yeah, Mr. Math. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, anyway, he's, he's gonna be a math teacher. I hadn't been there as an adult, and so that was really it was fun to go back because there's a lot of history, obviously, in Italy and in Rome, and so. Yeah, I think I was just excited to experience it from a different perspective. So this question is for the three of you. Kayla and I have told our version of this, but it was not about this trip. What was it like leaving the country for the first time? Because this was the first time that any of you had left the country, if I'm remembering your life stories correctly. Yes. What was that like? How did that make you feel? I'm sorry, uh... How did you feel about that? <laughs> don't want to have the trip placing feelings on you. You're in control of yourselves here. You're in control of your own lives. Okay. Well, I think that I would have felt more uh, apprehensive about it, but you guys had planned so much, and I felt really comfortable with you having traveled so much that it just didn't seem like that big a deal. Uh, cool. Yeah, that I, I agree. Uh, leaving, getting on the plane... That was uh, the whole system through the airports in, in the United States side was a little chaotic. But in the end, you know, you get on the plane, you get to watch a movie. 
that I mean, it's just like any other any other trip. Yeah. When we landed, everything was smooth. It was it was cool. It was cool to be able to be over the ocean for an extended period of time, which I, I didn't really think about until just now. But we were in the air for a long time. We were in the air. That was, that was I do a, agree. It's always a weird feeling when you get up there and you you're in the you're in the plane and you're looking at the map on the seat in front of you or on the TV where they have it and it shows this this not to scale airplane flying over the <laughs> ocean. <laughs> And you look at it and you go, well, even though I, it's not to scale, the airplane is still completely surrounded by water. Like it's yeah. not, there's no option for land anywhere. And you think, wow, if I were looking down, like if I weren't inside this capsule watching a movie, You're right? I would uh, kind of be weirded out by it. But as it is. It kind of makes you think I, I should have, you know, pulled out my earphones when they're given the instructions beforehand you know uh this is where the life jackets are well i was listening to uh tupac yeah exactly <laughs> that's my pre-flight music as well mom how is it for you leaving the country for the first time at a ripe old age of 29 it was um I don't my think mom she's is right. my mom is 29 <laughs> by the way i think that I had some apprehension just because I didn't want there to be a problem. I guess at any at any place where we stopped, I didn't want there to be a problem with language. I didn't want there to be a problem with getting in and out of the airport or in and out of security. So there was some apprehension there. But I think that just because we feel really comfortable with the amount of travel that you guys have done, I think that put those fears at ease so yeah i definitely see where i get my laissez-faire style of travel from and it's definitely my dad oh i just kind of thought that i was going on a trip so which is exactly the way that i took my first study abroad trip i was like oh well i just want to go on a trip so uh here we go which is funny because your mom typically is the one that says we don't need to make a plan we can just get in the car and go yeah. And I'm the one that has to plan and detail and look at things. But you guys have done all the planning, so. Well, a road trip is so different, though. And when you know you're going to know the language and know how to True. fuel oh, your yeah. car, you know, that's completely different. Yep. But I'm glad that we could, like, make you all feel more comfortable that we knew what we were doing. <laughs> yeah. I, I uh, did not speak Italian. I did practice some on Duolingo. And I think what I learned was... Uh, Grazie padre, I think. <laughs> I think that's how you say it. But Jonas did learn a lot of Italian. He was spouting it every chance he got, would, <laughs> would strike up the conversations with basically anyone who walked by. What was your favorite go-to phrase? Buongiorno. He, he, would, he would sing this uh, to essentially, people. It wasn't, wasn't really shouting it at people. It wasn't really just talking to people as they walked by. He would sing it to people, as many people as who, who could hear him within earshot. And he tried to make sure that that was a great distance. Buongiorno. But he does it, he does it way better than I do. Uh, really just wanted to you know, fit in with the people. <laughs> Didn't want to stick out. I just was saying good morning the best way I knew how. By singing. By singing. Yeah. Which was interesting because everyone in Italy was saying 
that it's like, it's the like a musical, way. basically. <laughs> it's a giant musical. Well, the entire time we were not so much so. Really, I wanted it to be. It was embarrassing on the on the subway though. Buongiorno. Yeah. So the, the the thing was, we we ended up in a lot of places that were more touristy, and so it was there, like nobody turned to look at Jonas whenever he was singing "Good Morning" to them, <laughs> and it was kind of it, we were a little sad, but he became more bold with each "Buongiorno" that came out of his mouth. Mm-hmm. It was fun. It was fun to witness, and it was one of my favorite parts. Speaking of favorite parts. Of the trip. What uh, are all of your favorite parts of the trip? My favorite part of the trip was going to Venice, which is the city of on water, of course. And we got to see a lot of people getting on gondolas. Mm. Uh, we didn't get on one because they're super expensive and they seem like you would tip out of them. They did seem very tippy. Yeah. I, didn't we see an, uh, an older gentleman nearly fall in the water? What we do watched him, that? I do. He fell in <laughs> and he swam to shore. No, no, that's that seems a little far fetched. I don't remember this. Old, there, uh, yes, yes, because you watched him get pushed into the boat, and then you said, "I am so glad, Dad, that you are not getting on a gondola with <laughs> oh, us." Oh, that guy! Yeah, because yeah, you knew yeah. that's where I would have ended up in the canal. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. He was like, he was very. He was very unsure of the water. Uh, he was not a local. It's no. like he had one foot on the gondola and one foot on the... the... It's like elf. Oh, I do remember elf, that guy. Elf he was on the so they were trying to keep him from his legs are spread now. He was like... He, was, he just looked like... I don't have any idea what y'all are talking about. But... Oh, man. He seemed so unsure of everything around yeah. him. Why did you like Venice, Joe? Oh, why? I just thought it was super interesting how like the whole city was laid out because you didn't see any, you didn't see any like little Vespas, you didn't see any cars because it's all canals. Yeah. Like people would just park their boats next to their little apartments, you know? Yeah. Um, Which is just completely different from anything I've ever seen before. There are a lot of little alleyways that we could go through and all the buildings were so like old like you could tell that there's been a lot of history there mm-hmm. and that was that was why it was my favorite part just being able to see all of that i did re- i also really liked how they would park their boat right up in front of this building and there was this door that it just there was no patio there was no like step off of the boat onto this landing then go in the door it was just like off the boat into the house into a door yeah it was uh, it was definitely intimidating to look at. I'm glad that we didn't have to try and do that because I probably would have looked exactly like that old guy trying to get onto the gondola. Yeah. It would have been very <laughs> oh, embarrassing. Yeah, me too. Goodness. What about you guys? Venice was also my favorite. I would want to go back to Venice. Poor Kay. I don't know how to say it in Italian. Um, because Grazie padre. <laughs> that's how you say it. Buongiorno. The air was very crisp. And um, I liked the water, the smell of the water. It wasn't like fishy. It wasn't, it just felt very. The atmosphere was definitely calming though. With it the was. With the air flowing through. It was. It was just really nice. And we did a lot of exploring there, walking through all kinds of little streets. I think once we got down to the, where the bay was, then we could see, oh yeah, this is probably like where the tourists went. 
but we had a really good tour guide who led us through the back alleyways and streets and accidentally and- of course we did we did several walking tours of several cities you're you're welcome <laughs> so kayla was looking at the map and trying to find the main walking way to where were we headed there well we wanted to see like Rialto bridge and then oh, yeah, St. Yeah. St. Mark's Square yep. and i just followed the path that I thought was most direct, but there was a very clearly like this bold yellow line that went through the map that was like the suggested pedestrian route from the train station to those things, which we found later on. And we're like, here are all the people and all the souvenir shops and all the restaurants. But on but the way along there, the way. <laughs> it felt very like the whole city felt abandoned. Yeah, it did. Abandoned. That was the well, weirdest way to say that word. Yeah. Not abandoned, but it felt very... And that's what I was going to say. I think you guys like that so much because we didn't necessarily have a plan when we went to Venice. Like, we did some of our days in Rome with more, I guess, okay. more touristy, like, we're going to go take this tour kind of kind of plans. And mm-hmm. and so we just kind of got to wander. So it was cool. That was nice. It was. It was really nice. And St. Mark's Square was really pretty. Mm-hmm. I really like St. Mark's Square, Square as well. The So I had my big camera out and somebody came up to me and like, you look like a photographer. Will you take our picture? And well, they I, handed you. They handed me. And I looked at it and I was like, huh, if you even can consider what you would get out of this a picture, I guess I can do that. <laughs> and I didn't say that. That'd been real snobby. I thought it though. Yeah. What was wrong with their camera? It was just. Amateur <laughs> hour. <laughs> Clearly, yeah. All right, what was Brian's favorite part? <laughs> oh, okay, what was my favorite part? I think uh, Rome was my favorite part, just uh, all of the, the Colosseum and all the other ancient city ruins were just mm-hmm. amazing because they were things that I had seen so many times before mm-hmm. in pictures and yeah. movies recreated, and just to be there and see it was amazing. But I think my favorite church was in... Venice was was that the one with the mosaics? The mosaic. Oh yeah, mosaic. oh that was amazing. There's these little tiny pieces, yeah, of little tiny pieces of ceramic or yeah. whatever they're made with, and buttons. they're all put together to no, not buttons, hair pieces, and just left. Away well, I could just think, just just the in- intricacy of the whole thing was amazing. It was it really it really was incredible. I looked at the outside. I was like, oh, that's pretty cool. They did that to the outside, and then I walked in. I was like, yeah. they did this everywhere. Like every square inch of the place felt just bedazzled. Bedazzled. That was I think I used that exact word when I was in there. I was like, wow, they bedazzled the crap out of this, didn't they? <laughs> and Kayla's like, shh. <laughs> they don't like the word bedazzled. They're supposed, <laughs> supposed to talk in here. Yeah. No, it was it was really cool. I think probably my favorite part was. My favorite part of the trip with with the three of you was the very first place we ate dinner at because <laughs> I was like I was like we can get Italian food anywhere. We're in Italy. We can go do that and it'll be a lot of fun. We don't have to and Kayla's like, "Yeah, we don't have to really pick any like pick a big fancy place or worry, worry about it. We'll just go for a walk somewhere close to where we, we stay and we we'll were find really a restaurant." We were tired the first night too. We were super exhausted. We were super hungry, jet lagged, the whole thing, and we said, "Let's just walk until we find something and we'll go in." And we walked and we found something and we went in and it was um it was this medieval themed restaurant. Well, there wasn't even a theme. It was well, like every tr- wall had a different thing going they on. They tried <laughs> to have, they like the outside was like 
medieval themed and like you go night castle yeah. castle and knights and you get in and it was just an Italian restaurant had kind a very of. traditional menu there was nothing interesting about the menu it was I was like what the heck is going on here and like the music was like modern pop something I can't remember it was modern it was like modern pop something it was like what is your identity no <laughs> restaurant what 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 who are you what corner of the market are you trying to monopolize it's very it's very niche <laughs> yeah I don't know that that no complete thoughts by Kayla <laughs> <laughs> it was it was not Kayla what was your favorite part my favorite part <laughs> was in Florence when I accidentally took everyone to Florence on the day that the museum is closed, the museum with Michelangelo's sculpture of David. And I felt really bad and we didn't have Wi-Fi and you guys all went to get candy or something from from a convenience store. And I was just sitting on the sidewalk reading the like lonely planet that I'd borrowed from our Airbnb. Oh yeah. And it was like, oh, if you don't have time to go to the museum or you don't want to pay to go to the museum, you can go up to this park or plaza. So I kind of pitched it to the group and they were like, okay, this might be completely worthless. But we ended up, we we basically hiked up this rather steep hillside. Very steep. And it was probably like a 30, 45 minute walk, hour walk. Um, I mean, it was, it took some dedication, but it was the most beautiful view and you could actually see the highlights of Florence, the Duomo and and the Ponte Vecchio, the, the bridge from there. Whereas like, if you're standing in front of the Duomo, there's like no space. You don't actually see the whole church at once right? because the city's built around it. And if you're on the bridge, you don't, you can't see the bridge from a distance. And so I don't know, I had never been to that part of Florence before. And so... I thought that was just completely beautiful. Yeah, no, that Florence was was super, super <clears throat> cool. And Venice was cool. And I think that we we saw, what were all the cities we went to? Florence, Pisa, Venice, Rome. Naples. And Naples. And Vatican City. And the Vatican City. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah, that's a city. That is technically another place that we went, even though... Part of Rome. It's kind of really part of Rome, but don't it's tell a whole separate country. Don't, don't tell, tell the Vatican's Vatican. that. Yes, the Vatican. The Vatican's. <laughs> I don't know. The Vatican. I don't think that's how it works. <laughs> well, you know, they um, the Catholics. So we went to the Vatican's. Um, so they. So we went to Naples, and that was the last day trip that we took, and it was. The only city. Underwhelming? Yeah, that was the word I was Underwhelming? It was frightening. Okay. <laughs> well. it, it, was, it was very different from the other cities we've been to, and I think it was much less a much less touristy spot for sure. I don't know that that's fair, because the plan was to only be there a couple of hours to eat, fair enough. To eat pizza. Well, right. but we also and thought... Pompeii is there, and there are a lot of things that we could have done. If we had there. gotten We just mistakenly enough. thought we could walk to the water. Oh, we did try and walk to the water, and we was like a boat, like docks. We got like, I like think we saw hands. the like shipping from the mob, <laughs> like following us. I was very sketched out the whole time. <laughs> it was also the only city that we went to that I did not get a selfie with any of the beautiful Italian girls. That's a good point, Jonas. <laughs> Jonas, let's move right on to the beautiful Italian girls. Yes. What was the? I don't know that you ever really told us, but you did get. An exorbitant amount of selfies with random people while we were there. Random women. 
Uh, Especially the ladies. Yes, the ladies were important. Also, the police officers. I would just say, <laughs> ciao, uh, selfie. And that is, uh, for all of you who aren't fluent in Italian, ciao, selfie means hello. And then I would add the inflection of a question, ciao, selfie? And then they would be, and I'd be holding out my phone. So it was very clear what I was asking for, and, and everybody just seemed to be on board yeah. with it. Yeah, they did. Yeah. <laughs> Jonas, nah. just a master of linguistics. Yeah. I added the, the inflection on it so that it was a question. Selfie? <laughs> and they knew what I meant, mostly because my phone was out <laughs> and the camera was on. <laughs> Only a few people got weirded out. It was funny. We watched it. We would watch him go up and and ask these strangers, mostly ladies, uh, "Can we get? Can I chow selfie?" And the first time he did it was in front of the fountain, the Trevi Fountain, and we're up above looking down as he walks down. And he sees these girls and he walks down to him, "Chow selfie." He just sits down next to them. And he gets out his phone and says, selfie. And the girls go, oh, and start primping right away so they can take a great selfie. <laughs> and for he, a stranger. <laughs> for a stranger, not on their phone. They're like, oh, well, this is going to go on the internet clearly. So I'd better look good. It was just really funny to watch Jonah. It was an amazing social experiment because he did it multiple times throughout the trip. And every single time, the same exact thing. Yeah, sure. Primp. Okay, I'm ready. And then they would take the picture. It wasn't just like... I thought one person said no to you. Uh, well, I don't... Probably not. I'm probably likable. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and modest. But that was that was another... One of the highlights from the trip for sure. I think the day that it was the funniest though was when we went to Pisa. Oh, man. Because that was a kind of a hurricane of a situation. Kayla, oh, yeah. why don't you tell us about that? I think I was sexually assaulted that day on accident. <laughs> oh, wow. This guy. Intentionally. It huh? was very intentional. Those well, were running rampant. It, yeah, I mean, I was acci- I was accidentally where I should not have been. And we all were accidentally where we should not have been. They were intentionally doing things they should not have been doing. But there, it was like a senior day for the all of Italy or something. Essentially, it was the 100 and days until the end of school celebration where they went to pray to the patron saint of students. To help them pass, to help pass, pass the test. Yeah. They were just drinking. But it, was like, drinking. it was the equivalent of like senior skip day in the U.S., right? <laughs> yeah. Like, uh-huh. yeah, that's what but it was. But they were all at Pisa, so obviously like they, their schools had paid to like bring them to this. Yeah historical location but anyway there are just tons and tons of people everyone was in these were in these huge crowds Mm -hmm. and we like tried to cut through one of the crowds instead of walking around i've never been the same since (laughs) (laughs) well well and so jonas got a selfie then yeah (laughs) this girl walks up and he goes selfie and she goes yeah and they get a selfie together and then everyone was signing everyone's shirts Oh, they had matching they shirts. Had, they all had matching shirts, and they were all signing each other's shirts so they could remember them and probably just take the shirts and throw them away next week because who wants a shirt with 50 people's names on you don't know in scribbly handwriting. And she pushes out her boobs at Jonas, and he goes to sign her shirt, and my mom and my dad and myself and Kayla are all watching this, and I'm like, Go, Joe. My mom's like, oh. <laughs> and then Jonas, as a gentleman, grabs like the 
like, like a part of her tail. shirt not anywhere near her boobs <laughs> and and signs his name and she had a look of disappointment for a second but then was like started talking to him in Italian and realized then that he was either not a very good student in Italy or not from Italy and then, child, child then, he got her, so then he got her cell phone number and said, what am I going to do with this? And we went and got pizza. I thought that was a hug girl. It, it was. was she, also, oh, she also gave she me a... she wanted free hugs, too. She was very approachable because she had a sign in English that said free, free hugs. hugs. So That's English. right. Yeah. Wow. Oh, man. What Which, a day. Italian well, it was hugs. funny because when we got there, we went early. Yep. Yeah. And and there was nobody. Mm-hmm. It was it was fair. The town was, was fairly the town quiet. was quiet, and then you walked into quiet. the we Field of Miracles, closer and closer to the Leaning Tower, and it was just. <clears throat> and well, it wasn't. And even when we got there, we're like, oh, it's kind of busier than I thought it would be. And then as we walked around the church there, throughout the courtyard, that's where all the drinking was happening. And then there was more students and more students. More students, and we got back around, and then it was a sea of people by the time we'd walked all the way around yeah. to get back to the other side. And it was like, and we we're like, do we want another picture with it? I'm like, with what? All these people? Like, we're not going to, it's just going to be us with all of the students from Italy. So we opted to just go get pizza <laughs> instead. Yeah, we didn't, we weren't in pizza that long, but it was okay. It was fun. I think one of the things that fascinated me the most when we got to pizza was that. There were sidewalks when we left the train station. The sidewalks were marble. Mm. The buildings were marble. Mm. Marble was everywhere. And oh, that, yeah. that was just... And then, and then it got to be a joke by the end of our trip. Oh, look, there's marble. Because it was <laughs> it was as prevalent as concrete is in mm-hmm. the States. It yeah. was just bizarre. No, it was just everywhere. And where there's not marble, there's, like, the remnants of where marble should have been, right. but was, like, stripped from, like, buildings like the Coliseum. Yep. full. <laughs> some, uh, some of my other, some of my other favorite memories, uh, I had, I had jotted a few of these down, and I'm, we'll go around one more time so anyone else can share uh, some other fun things, but one of my other favorite memories was, Dad, when you went to order coffee... At the oh train station. Tell everyone about that experience. What's different? Well, I said I wanted coffee, and they said, mm, I don't remember now. They said, okay, and they got you a coffee. Oh, yeah, I said I wanted coffee. They got <laughs> me a coffee, and then it was just tiny little it was thing. A shot of espresso. Oh, it was terrible. Yeah. It was the worst thing ever. You weren't a, you weren't a fan of it. Which I had already read about ahead of time to ask for a... Coffee Americano. Coffee Americano. And, and then she goes, you want a coffee? I'm like, yeah. And then I had this little <laughs> tiny cup of, of... And then you said it tasted terrible, too. Well, I was like... Uh, yeah, Dad, that's coffee. That's that's coffee over right here. You're getting I a shot. I believe you said that tastes like butt. And I went, <laughs> um, I, I am not did. going back there again. So I just drank it. You did. Well, then you went. You did go get something else, though, uh, from somewhere oh, else. I went back and got what looked like orange juice. <laughs> oh, yeah. But it was an orange that juice. Was an it was orange like juice. some really flat, weird orange soda for breakfast. Like <laughs> carbonated orange Bad. juice. Carbonated orange water. I think that's, that's I don't called know Sunny D. Oh, no. It wasn't Sunny D. <laughs> there wasn't enough sugar. <laughs> <laughs> but it was right next to all the breakfast stuff. And so there was grape. And it was all carbonated. Oh, I remember carbonated. now. What you're and then I was about. like, "Oh, this a is lot of grape stuff was carbonated. 
Apple juice, orange juice. Nope. Just like the sparkling water. It's funny because I didn't know what I was ordering, but it was fine. <laughs> we always That's, had that option too, didn't we, for sparkling water or, or yeah. flat? What they then they call regular water flat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's very European. Yeah. Not just. I don't think we ever opted for the the sparkling water. We didn't feel that fancy. No. I don't like carbonated water. It. I just taste the carbonation. But. That's one of my favorite parts of travel, though, is like these experiences, because that's the day to day lives that that they're living like these are, oh, I'm going to go get a coffee before I go to work and hop before I hop on the train to go to work or wherever I'm going. And we do the same things, but the things that we're eating and drinking and, and buying are very, very different. And you, you have these realizations that, oh, it, people don't live the exact same way that I do at home, even though on the surface, it might look very similar when you're walking by. Absolutely. It's just uh, an exciting part of travel. Yeah, and, then, and, and yet how similar we are. Right, yeah. It's, I think, my narrow observation of primarily the Midwest. Mm-hmm. I've been in most of the 50 states vacationing and traveling through. And so there are different dialects and things like that in the states. And you think, well, I'm going across the ocean to a different country. It's going to be different just like you talked about the girls primping for selfies. Mm-hmm. It's no different than in the States. The girls right. have to fuss a little before they take the picture and just people eating and people hanging out. And it's the same kind of things. It's just in a different It's just place. like a, when you go and you get to compare, it's more like a Venn diagram of your experiences back home and their experiences because there's a lot of overlap. And then there are places where it doesn't overlap and and you get to explore those things and comparing and contrasting. It's really, really fun. Yeah. And I think the, the dissimilarities are, are smaller than the similarities. Smaller than you would imagine. So like the weird soda breakfast, orange drink and orange juice here. I mean, there are certain types of orange juice here that are like more than others. And you figure out which brand of things you like or where you go for certain things. Well, we couldn't read any of the labels there, so we couldn't make those we couldn't be as discerning with what we were choosing. And then you just try new things and you're like, oh, I don't like that at all. Or, <laughs> oh, this is really good. I wonder what this is. I'm never going to know because I also can't read this one. <laughs> but, I mean, as you travel, you those little things are, are they're fun to explore, but they're, they're not at the heart of, of the culture, you know? Well, in all fairness, I never know what to order if I go to a Starbucks, and I feel the same anxiety. <laughs> I have no idea what I'm saying. I'm like, I want coffee, and that's what I get, and it tastes just like what I got when I was in Europe. So. <laughs> yeah. Good. My dad's just bad at ordering coffee. That's bad at or you, ordering. Maybe, no matter what maybe language. Maybe you don't like coffee. Maybe I don't like that kind of coffee. You, he likes he likes creamer with a little bit of coffee. There you go. A little more of a Casey's. Casey's, Casey's uh, French Gas vanilla station. cappuccino. French vanilla cappuccino. That's Gas it. station coffee. Gas station mm. coffee. That's the good stuff. <laughs> no, it was, a, it was a really fun trip. And I think that I would like to take a trip with you guys again someday around the world. And I hope that you would like to do the same. So the one last question that I want to to ask to kind of end on is what were some of the hardest parts of the trip for you? 
on the trip? <laughs> For me, it was communication. I had no idea what anyone was saying, and I didn't adapt to that well. And I also didn't know where we were going 99% of the time. <laughs> it took me to the end of our, of our vacation to finally figure out that if I lost the group, I would be lost forever. <laughs> And then I kept just following Kayla and in through the subway. And I was like, I have got to figure out what all of this is. Because if she takes a ride and I take a left, I'm just, I'm going to have to find one of those soldiers and say, please help me find my family. So, <laughs> oh, yeah, the soldiers who were walking around with, with uh, assault rifles. When I couldn't figure it out, and even when the people from England were talking to us and you were going, Dad, they're from England, they're speaking English. I said, I don't know what they're saying. <laughs> but in all fairness, he had a pretty rough accent they were from liverpool it wasn't scary it was was just it was just i didn't know what i just it takes time to adapt to these conversations i think it was at the end of the vacation that i was finally saying some italian simple words to people because it just wasn't adapting but it was a great time so it was a lot of fun it was just it just took me longer to adapt i completely agree with that that it, it always takes me even to places I've been, it takes me a few days to get back into the swing of things for communication style, especially how that is going to, to mm-hmm. play out. And it's like when you go up to order food, like the places where you have to really use your communication skills when I'm ordering food, you're like, oh, is this person's English good enough for me to use English? Or am I going to have to try and pronounce the words that I am fumbling through on the menu? Or am I just going to point at the menu? Or, you know, what were those very simple decisions? Well, and I remember the first time I ever went back to Germany after studying abroad there, I had had like four years break, I think, and I got on the plane and everyone around me was speaking German and I was like, I can't understand a word they're saying. I think I forgot German, like the entire language, it's forgotten in my mind. And then we landed in Zurich because that's how my flight plan went. We landed in Zurich, and all of these Swiss people got off of the plane, <laughs> and then all, the, and then all of these German people got on my next plane, and all around me now people are speaking that kind of Southern German uh, dialect, which is where I studied, and I was like, oh, thank God, it was just Swiss. Like Swiss German, because I was really afraid that like my ears like were not registering. I knew it was German, but it was like not close enough to anything that I knew. And and Swiss German and, and High German are quite different. And I was just like, oh man, I'm I'm gonna be hurting once I get off the plane in Germany because I'm not gonna have I've got, I've got to buy tickets and I've got you know I've got to get to my host parents' house and they'll speak English to me if I'm really struggling. But it ended up it was totally fine. But so even for me, who knows German, those first few moments can be so hard. Even for Kayla, who knows German, the first few moments in Italy were difficult to understand. In all fairness, story. I don't speak any Italian. I did learn the word buongiorno, though. Thanks, Clearly. Buongiorno. Clearly. No idea what it means. Um, buongiorno. What was the question? What was the hardest thing? Arrivederci. Yes. What, uh, well, so what, what were the hardest parts for, for you two? were the hardest parts of the trip. Or Kayla, jump in if you had a part that was hard, besides putting up with my family. I felt dirty. <laughs> dirty? Yeah. Because, well, in our apartment, the uh, we didn't really have a shower. Oh, it was a hand shower. It was kind of a... In our bathroom. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was a, it was a different type of thing. I think most people bathe 
Or I, I'm not sure. But no, it's, you just shower with that thing, though. You just shower it, with it, that thing. It wastes less water. I agree that, that that particular shower setup... I mean, there was a shower shower in my mom and dad's bathroom, and then Kayla and Jonas and I all shared a bathroom. And it's very low pressure. Yeah, the water pressure was, was low. Pressure. I think and, that was the main thing. Well, and, and <clears throat> but then it was like a tub with no surround or no curtain or anything, and I was afraid that I was just going to splash water everywhere. So every day that I showered... I knelt down like the Terminator who was coming out of time travel and I would shower with the little head over top of myself so I wouldn't splash water everywhere. And then I would stand up and say, I need your boots, your bike, and your something else. I forget. What does he say? And your gun. And then I would take sunglasses and walk out and Kayla would say, put, put clothes on. Well, that didn't happen. Uh, it, definitely for our listeners at home, thing. Silas is clothed right now. I am clothed right now. <laughs> but yeah, no, I I agree that that is like you one of those other little things that is like, oh yeah, people take showers, people bathe around the world, but the shower setups and like the engineering that goes into the specifics of how mm-hmm. those things work, uh, people get to set their own standards in each country and they're very different than maybe the standards that you're used to. And so... But that that bathroom in particular though was weird to bathe in, Joe. I agree. <laughs> I thought it was fine. <laughs> Kayla also doesn't shower very often, so it's true, but not a truth. <laughs> Mom, what about you? What parts were difficult? Lugging my backpack. I mm. would definitely pack lighter the next time. I think I found that I took things along that I didn't necessarily need and I discovered things that I probably should have packed. Like lotion. Mm. Oh, yeah, because we went and bought it. Mm-hmm. Yep. But that would be a hard one for a carry-on especially to probably pack enough lotion for the week, or would it? Oh, no. Just a no, little. No, just a little. I mean, you get three ounces, so I probably would have not put in conditioner mm. and replaced it with lotion and just overall packing lighter. That's I, I run into that. Every single time I go, but I also do the same thing. Like, well, I could use this or I might use that. But especially my from my, like my first study abroad trip to what we do now, traveling out of backpacks, I think, why did I need to bring two suitcases? Am you I mean s- with backpacks? What did I say? Without backpacks. Without out of backpacks. backpacks. Well, we'll check the tapes. <clears throat> with backpacks, now that we travel with backpacks... I look back at studying abroad with suitcases and think, why did I bring two suitcases? Amateur hour. (laughs) Yeah, but study abroad is different because you're going to be housed in one location the whole semester. So if I provide your own linens. If I were to do it again, I would still just pack a backpack. I don't think you could. You can't even pack a backpack now. You have to take two. So this was a fun conversation. <laughs> well, I, I would have, if we hadn't have gone with you guys and figured that out, I would have definitely done a suitcase. I would have never thought to do a backpack. Maybe we would have read something. But I was amazed that we had everything with us on the plane. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's just an overhead thing. I would have thought for sure I would have had to have had a suitcase and check the luggage. And so that was pretty cool. Yeah, I was glad that you guys were up for that for sure because... We we rarely check luggage for the travel that we do. We've done it a couple of times, and and every time it's just a hassle. Either 
like one time we showed up, was it, it was your sister's wedding and we showed up and they were like, and we're like, oh, is our luggage here yet? And they said, uh, yeah, it's down there. And so we walked all the way down and we were looking around and we're like, none of the tags here say the city that we flew out of. I was like, this is not right at all. Someone was taking the luggage off of the carousel and like piling it up. And we didn't know that. And they weren't telling you what carousel your luggage was on. And so we ended up just finally spotting our bags kind of coincidentally. Yeah. In this room full of hundreds of people also trying to find their bags. It was not. And so it's it was not a great system. It's situations like that that make us say we should just avoid checking luggage whatever we can. And so I was glad that you guys were up for that because it, I think it made our trip a lot less stressful. What was yeah. the hardest thing for you? Hardest thing for me, I think, was believing that the letters in the church were six feet tall. Were six feet tall. Because, St. Peter's. Yeah. St. Peter's. St. Peter's. Oh, St. Peter's. Yeah. When you looked up at the ceiling where they had all the, the writing. Sounds like a personal struggle. I looked at it and Kayla said, you know, those letters up there. <laughs> They're six feet tall. She said, and I said exactly. why are you whispering to me like that? And she said, because we're in a church. I think you can talk in St. Peter's. Well, you can. You, you can. can talk like that. I didn't really have anything that was too, too much of a struggle except for enough sleep. We were getting up really, really early to hop on trains because mom and dad and Jonas were like, let's take day trips. And I was like, okay. Maybe like one or two. And I think it turned into, well, it was three or four day trips. But we had three, three day trips. But we, they were. We packed a lot into the time. We did. Had. We really, really did. And it was, it was a lot of fun. But I was, I was just tired. And so I wanted to be able to sleep. But I also wanted to hang out and like talk about our day when we got back home. And so it was this constant struggle, which has always been a struggle for me of FOMO and wanting to make sure that. I didn't miss anything, but also slept. So I opted to not sleep as much as I probably could have. Those are my struggles. Kayla? Hmm. I thought we already covered Kayla's struggles. What were they? Um, when you were in Germany. Oh, that was just an, <laughs> that was just an aside. <laughs> How um, dare you? No, I think the that only... a different trip. I didn't really have any struggles on that trip. It was just, I felt really bad the first day because... We needed to tell our vacation rental host that we were running late, right? Yep. Because and we the, had the bus situation out of the airport took a little longer to sort out than we had anticipated. <clears throat> and then once we got to the city center, well, once we got to like the metro station by our apartment, I had a little trouble navigating, which was on me. And I felt really bad because... These four were just like following me around and I had no idea where I was and I wanted to be like, here, sit on this corner and I'll come back for you (laughs) because I felt so bad that they just, we were just traipsing around Rome for 20 minutes, but we figured it out eventually. I think we were just all really tired that first day and the bus situation at the airport kind of, kind of got us off on a rocky start because I wouldn't have felt so bad about walking around the neighborhood if I didn't know that we were already super late yeah i yeah i think that was that was also my concern but luckily mom and dad and jonas were all just 
super enthralled with all of the architecture and and all the people that they were seeing and it was definitely honeymoon phase for them that they, day they because they were me. not upset with Kayla's the one time that she couldn't find the find something she is like a bloodhound when it comes to navigating anything is that good that is good yes yes so well this was a lot of fun yeah Jonas is laying on the floor so I think I think it's time to wrap it up (laughs) Jonas has checked out he is on the floor rubbing his rubbing his no wow let me sleep it is his birthday. We should probably give. We should give probably him what cut it out. All right. And that's our show. As always, we ask that you leave any questions you have in the comments section below. Or if you have a specific question, feel free to email us directly or connect with us on social media. Our email address is kaylinsilas at gmail.com. Or you can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Pinterest by searching Kayla and Silas. We are also on iTunes. If you listen on iTunes and would love to leave us a review, that would be great because it helps other people find our show. Once again, we're Kayla and Silas, wishing you luck with your upcoming adventures. Bye. 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 Buongiorno. Buongiorno. See you guys. Oh, adios. Ciao. Ciao. (laughs) I get it. Not adios.